Look, everyone knows you can tell what the rhyme is going to end up being. There's only so many filthy things that you can rhyme. And that's the, you might as well have said Nantucket. <laughs> Alright, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. I like that. You started like it was going to be real polite, and then you got real like uh, aggressive. Yeah, I tried to interject some energy. Brian. Shesko. There you are. Gentlemen, we are continuing our series through each of the promoted clubs for the 17-18 season. Now we get to the juicy one. The one that I have to say we're probably most excited about. No I'm most excited about it. Good, For Brian. All kinds of reasons. All kinds. This is going to be a good episode of our podcast. Uh, we are going to be discussing Newcastle United. In the Premier League two seasons ago, dropped down to the championship... But just for one season, they won the league championship last year, and now we're coming right back to the Premier League. Lots of names and faces you still know and love. At Absolutely. Least we do. Yeah. And we're going to tell you a little bit about that in this episode. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and, and venture to say that um, the most fantasy-worthy players from the three promoted clubs are going to come from Newcastle. Oh, easily. No Absolutely. question. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm even going to say that this is probably the promoted club most likely to stay up. That's not even a debate. Okay, we're on the same like, page. Seriously, like the, there's no. First of all, weird things happened that put them in a position to get relegated last year or two years ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It is no shock to anyone that they won the championship and they're back this year. They're not going back down. Like whatever the odds are against that. Like I'll put my money on that. Let's let's jump into some of the names that are all that are on the roster, avoiding their yep. signings because I know we're going to come to Brian in just a moment on one of their new signings with a how to say yeah with Brian J segment. So let's talk about their current names, the ones that we remember uh, or or know from the last couple of years. We'll start. We got to start with Dwight Gale. Yeah. 20, 23 goals in the championship last year. Yeah, he. Played, what's your, what's he, your goal in the championship to goal in the Premier League ratio, Scott? Yeah. Um, about yeah, old Scrooge two McGee and, over two here. Two and a half to one. Okay. So, you know, he might get eight or nine goals in the Premier League. He's shown that he can play in in fits and spurts. He showed that with Crystal Palace before he went to Newcastle. Yeah. He he has potential. I just felt like he never got a true run out at, at Palace. That's possible. He's still kind of young, too. And so he could break out with, you know, I think he'd have a great season if he scores 10 goals for Newcastle. Yeah, that's fair. I think that goal ratio, I think, was the same ratio that Paul Pogba had from Juventus to Manchester United. Actually, it was probably less than that. <laughs> Paul Pogba was middling at best last yeah, year. Yeah, sure. He, but you he, know what? You know, what's gonna, you know what? He's going to be better next year. Hey, he's got his man bro playing next to him now. More on that later this summer. So bottom line is, I don't think Dwight Gale got a true run out at Palace, and uh, he did get a chance in Newcastle. They And uh, kudos to him for being willing to sort of get go down with Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Did really well for himself. And now it's come back up. I hope he continues to get a starting yeah. uh, a chance to start. Found his striker legs, and uh, you know has the potential to uh, 
to continue that. You got stretched out a little bit down the championship and hopefully got some confidence, and it, it might relate to some more goals in the Premier League. Uh, there's another name that we remember from the Premier League, another guy who was willing to go down with Newcastle last year and ended up playing very well for them as well. In addition to the success he had two seasons ago for Bournemouth in the Premier League, Matt Ritchie. Yeah, yeah. that's a good call. It, it, I, I thought that that was... I thought Newcastle did a great job of a lot of the times when 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 teams go down and they get relegated, they'll sell off some of their top players because their top players want to stay in the Premier League. It seemed like Newcastle, all their players were okay with going down because you look at their roster, like so many guys are still on their roster. Um, can, can I interject here and say that there's there's one person who's responsible for that? It's Benitez, right? Rafa Benitez, the yeah. manager. I, yeah. I, that's absolutely it. And you think because back, he, well, he kind of led by example. He was okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like he knew coming into it that this was a chance, right? He came on midseason. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. He did come towards the end, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, but he knew that this was a chance. He tried to save them. They were close. It didn't happen. But he was completely cool with it. I think that carried over to all his players. But as you brought up, Matt Ritchie, who again, I still don't know how it happened. But somehow he, he he managed in the Premier League for Bournemouth <laughs> and Eddie Howe, yet played for Newcastle in the championship. That's like right. that guy was so busy. I often joked in previous yeah. pods about that you know, they the, look they look they exactly look the same. Identical. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, my point being is he you're right. He said, you know what? I'm going to get sold to Newcastle and I'm gonna go down in the championship. Uh, and I think he could have stayed at Bournemouth. I mean he was one of their top players. Yeah. At Bournemouth, so I always thought that was a weird sale. Newcastle saw him and wanted him, and they bought him, and and uh, he did really well for them last year. He did, and I think he'll continue to do well. Another name, uh, another goal scorer's name uh, down in the championship last season for Newcastle was Ayosi Perez. He was one of those super sub types two years ago. He tended to come on with about 20 to 30 minutes left and occasionally would score a, a key goal for them late in matches. I am speaking as a Liverpool fan. That one hurt that yeah. Perez scored on Liverpool. Mm. But uh, nine goals in the championship last year. I don't have as high hopes on him, but that's another name that Premier League fans of, of a few years will remember. Yeah, you'll recognize his name. I And you might have said this, but again, remember, I'm never really listening to what you say. But Matt Ritchie <laughs> had 12 goals and seven assists. You probably said that, right? Matt Ritchie, I mentioned the 12 goals. Yeah, sure. He had seven, seven assists. He had seven assists, too. Yeah. So again. Perez. Pin in the middle. No, the, but there's other guys, too, right? John Joe Shelby. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like a sorry, guy who's really good for them was Matt Ritchie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were we talking about that, Brian? John Joe Shelby is um, – he's interesting. He's going to lead the league this year in attempted shots that go out for throw-ins. <laughs> John Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby <laughs> and Jack Colback most... have yet to start their buddy comedy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways, bottom line is they got a lot of names. There's a lot of names, and you went to John Joe Shelby. Yeah, sure. Well, I did that. Come on. He's actually a pool player. Why didn't you mention Carl Darlow? Well, because he's a pod, pod favorite. favorite. Why didn't yes. you mention? Why didn't you mention the the potential for Andros to come back? Well, no, I didn't know uh, that that no. was a potential. I got burned. Listen, once what on about? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, we love Alexander Mitrovich. Triangle. Triangle, the, he's the, the dude most who's the triangle like the, shaped man, the triangle shaped torso of I've, if I've ever seen one. Our our wish is that he scores a PK 
as early in the season as possible, rips off the shirt to yeah. see just how triangly yep. he is. Yeah, it's it's just the most he's, bizarre he's thing you've ever dude. seen. That is, uh, that's probably going to be the most that he will contribute to Newcastle this coming season. Hey, how can how could we go this far without mentioning their American, DeAndre oh, yeah. Yedlin? Well, I wanted to save it. He was very good. He was one of the best right backs in the championship last year. I am excited to see what he can do in the Premier League. Listen, we're starting to get Americans all over the Premier League, all over the Bundesliga. I mean, it's just a matter of time. You you watch out for the USA in the World Cup this year, next year. It could happen. I mean, maybe in a few years. Hey, listen, we're getting we got some good young players. You know what? We got some good young players led by Christian Pulisic. Yeah, but what about Newcastle? <laughs> but Newcastle and DeAndre Yedlin, man, he's awesome. I, I think he's gonna have he's gonna have he's gonna make some mistake. He's gonna get exposed uh, a few times by some of the top uh, attacks in the Premier League. But overall, I think he's going to be able to hold his own. I'm not saying he's he a fantasy did. buy. Listen, he he's not a fantasy buy at this early no, stage. No, probably not. But you know, I, I am excited to see what he can do. For Newcastle. He did fine for Sunderland when he played for Sunderland. And, yeah. I mean, so much so that Newcastle decided to buy him from Sunderland. And good for him. He didn't have to change houses. You know, he got to stay in the same house, Brian. He didn't get. He didn't lose his speed. He definitely didn't lose his speed. So, yeah. Look, Newcastle's going to be fantastic, man. They're going to be a fun team. Rafa's an excellent manager. Yes. They got good players. They're probably going to have at a signing or two. You know, they. I think you know. I've been comparing this year's promoted clubs to last year's uh, a little bit. I mean, this is this is the promoted club most likely to be Burnley in terms of success. Burnley finished well, squarely in the middle of the table. You, I agree with you, but where I I sort of disagree is like where the other two clubs they're they're championship clubs that kind of made it up, and we know we'll go back down. But Newcastle is a Premier League club, a first top tier club that just happened to go back down. Burnley is a championship-level club that just happened to stay up. Watford's a championship-level club that happened to stay up. And I'm just saying Newcastle is not like a happened to stay up. They are a Premier League club that just happened to go down. There's a sentence from Newcastle's website that supports what you're saying, Dave. I'm going to read it to you now. Do that, please. The club has been a member of the Premier League for all but three years of the competition's history, Yeah. spending 85 seasons in the top tier as of May 2016. Okay, thank you, yep. And has never dropped below English football's second tier since 1893. Right. So, I mean, they're, they're a staple, and that's why that's why they're going to be there again. There's one other player we have to mention, long-time listeners of this pod, the three of you who have stayed with us from the very beginning, yeah, sure. over a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. What's up, Greg? We'll remember... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Does that have to be his name? I don't know. <laughs> we'll remember that uh, in our first year of doing this pod, we loved Newcastle so much that we had a Newcastle-based segment. We referred to it as our Colback Fact. It's mm. back. Jack Colback is back. The Colback Fact is back, Jack. Brian, you got a fact for us? We already know that Jack Colback is a man among boys. Oh, yes, we do. Did you know he dominates every category at the annual Ginger's Name Jack Awards? <laughs> I, I miss you want a real show. fact about Jack Colback from Not this really. season? Like did you know? I guys, want a re- yeah, I want a real one. Did you know that Jack Colback finished, I mean, technically fifth in the championship last season in pass completion percentage? 
Wow. Stepping up his game. 86% pass accuracy from Jack Colback. He was in a tie. I mean, it was a tie with some other dudes, but it was the fifth best passing percentage of all players in the championship last season. Jack wow. Colback, when he kicks, he kicks right. <laughs> Is that... Except for when he gets a yellow card. Ten yellow cards, guys. <laughs> I, if there's one thing I am ready for, it is Jack Colback to get back into the top 10 of yellow card accumulation. First match, what minute does he receive a yellow card? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm going like 27. I don't know if he's going to. No, I'm serious. I don't know if he's going to get. Is he going to uh, get the minutes to be able to do that? I don't know. Of course uh, he's going to get the minutes. Brian, he led their team in tackles last year. So what? There's too many callback facts for me to keep straight, guys. I know. Listen, he Dave's is a vital on to callback fact. He is a vinyl player. Look, he for, for the best that I can tell about Jack Colback is that he had an up and down season and he ended the season more up than down. So hopefully if he's gonna stick around, he probably will. Just don't know how integral he is to the Newcastle. Sure. Premier League approach this season. And Rafa Benitez has recently, we're recording this as of July 11th. Uh, you may be hearing this several days later, but uh, Rafa Benitez has recently come out into the press lamenting his ability to make more signings before the preseason training has begun. And, uh, and if he is able to pull off a few more signings, especially in that midfield yeah. area of the pitch, you might be right. Colback might be relegated to a, uh, he might be cold bench. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't you even make me upset about that. Jack Colback is a staple to that team. There have been, a fixture. There have been two signings so far as we record this, two two significant ones. Christian Atsu is the first one. Um, Chelsea, right? I was going to say, I, I feel like he was a Chelsea loney. I think so. Uh, and then there's this other one. Brian, you got to help me out on this one, man. How to save with Brian J. We can get back into a, one of our favorite other segments, mm. how to say. Yeah. My middle name starts with J. That's where the name of the segment comes from. I always wondered that. Fun fact. Wait, do you th- it's weird because we're just saying how to say with Brian J. Or like we just needed a rhyme. I feel like we should change it to like K just for fun now that we've done this. Uh, That's okay. true. I think we took it too uh, far. Do you want some kind of music for this? Yeah, sure. We, we could do something. Uh. How to say with Brian Fay? Well, le- <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'd rather oh, not. Uh, I'll keep coming up with something. Oh boy! Look, the point is, we need music for this. And Dave, unfortunately, you guys might know this. We're back in France again. Wait, wait! I have a song. I how have a song. How can we hold go on. back okay. to let France me, let me give, let every you. time? How do how do we go back to France every time? Let but, me give you the song that I think we should play. You recognize this, right? No. To see the blade and races. Blade and races, Brian. Blade and races. It's like Newcastle's Irish ditty. Blade and races. Then we must use it. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. <laughs> Such a terrible I'll song. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> the Newcastle How to Say segment 
Yet another French guy, which you'll hear me complain about anytime you ever listen to any podcast that we've ever done. And yet another Manchester City loney. Oh. Uh, Flor... Eventually. Back there. Mm, okay. Florian, as his friends and family call mm. him. 26-year-old center back who can play some midfield. But primarily... He's decided to shine as a center back. Okay. He's been a pretty useful defender for various French and Spanish League Un and League Deux, <laughs> La Liga and Segunda Division clubs until he scored five goals for Girona in the Segunda Division in 2014-15. What about that? Five goals. That's when City signed him. And then proceeded to immediately loan him back to Girona. You did he, some research for this. He's big. Really? He's 6'3". Harry Maguire big? Okay. He's 6'3". No one's as big as that. That's big. No one's... Yeah, that's true. He's not hooth. He's yeah. not a hooth. <laughs> but 6'3 is big. Uh, plus, Dave, you like this. He was one of Arsene Wenger's targets to replace Per Mertesacker really? earlier this summer. Interesting. Yeah. He was scouted by... Real Madrid, David, in your face. This guy's got some serious skill and chops built for the Premier League, Dave. Mm. Thankfully, okay. his name isn't terrible, unlike, as Scott always says, terrible like most other French people. Mm. Scott does I've hate the that. French. Yeah, I've said Your that. tall magpie defender for the 2017-18 season is Florian Lejeune. 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 Camp Lejeune, a great marine Seriously. base here. Yeah. Wait, wait, is it Army? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. You are dead up. on with Marines. No, Lejeune, yeah, yep. absolutely. Dead on. So, <laughs> it, is it spelled the same way? L-E-J-E-U-N-E. Lejeune. Nice. Which is oh, French nice. for the June. It's the June. <laughs> <laughs> that was just hanging in the air, to be said. Okay. Hey. Very good, Brian. The Magpies. Yeah. He's good. You think so? This okay. Good. So, is he? Uh, is he worthy to be played fantasy wise? Um, I don't know. I don't know that you want to do that right off the bat. But who does Newcastle play to start the season, Dave? Well, Newcastle starts the season. It's a decent schedule. First game, don't like a whole lot, but they're playing it at home, playing the Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur. Nope. At St. James Park. Nope. It's going to be rocking. Yes, that is true. Next game, they are at Huddersfield Town, and then they're back at home at St. James against West Ham United, at Swansea City, and then at back at home against Stoke, and then Brighton. So... Man, that is a good Newcastle schedule. Newcastle has a nice schedule starting off. After week off. one. So their September, their September and August games, man, they got they got week one, and and then it's uh, it's not bad. October gets a little bit tougher. Then they go Liverpool, Southampton. So, you know, I'm you know, it, just looking at fixtures alone, which is not enough to go off of. But hey, this is preseason; we can make stuff up, right? Yeah, I could easily see Florian Lejeune. Being not a terrible week two free transfer. Yeah. Match week two free transfer. 
Newcastle schedule's fantastic for the most part till December. Just want to throw that in there. Their December is ridiculous. Because they've played such an easy schedule leading up to December. Seven games in December. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, very good, Brian. All right, Florian Lejeune. Keep, Keep an eye, an on, eye him, on him. Along with some of the other guys that we've mentioned. Dwight Gale, Matt Ritchie, looking at you. Sorry, Jack Colback. Not so much you, but we'll talk about you anyway. Uh, do you mind if I do a little club history on Newcastle? I was hoping for it. If you weren't going to do it, I was going to be upset. Okay, well, I can't honestly, wait though, this is a little light because we know a lot about Newcastle. We've talked a lot about Newcastle already. So I don't have a ton of their history, but I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a little something here. The club was founded in 1892. We've already mentioned that they are the Magpies and they play at St. James Park. Their fans have a nickname. You guys remember what their fan club Tunes. their fans are? Yeah, the Toon Army. You oh, know why it's the Toon Army? No, I, I actually don't know this. Brian probably does because he loves Newcastle. But I do not. It's because that's sort of what it sounds like when they say the word town. Toon? Yeah. yeah. Interesting, huh? Really? That's why they call the yeah, Toon Army? the Geordie yeah. pronunciation of Toon. You've well, seen Who Framed Roger well, Rabbit, well, right? Yes, I have. They'd say Toons all the time. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen Roger Rabbit, go watch it. But, but Okay, but you say that like like they say Toon or Town a lot. It's not Newcastle Town. Okay, that you, now you're getting beyond their incomplete, unofficial club history. Okay, all right, fair enough. Don't go all hove on this. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's, I like that. See our previous episode yeah. for more. Uh, Rafa Benitez is the name that we've mentioned. He's their very skilled, uh, successful manager throughout his career. He yep. brought Newcastle back up. Obviously a reason why, a large reason why they are where they are. Uh, but we also have to mention the name of the owner. At least for now, he's the owner. There's rumors that he might want to sell Newcastle United. It's a good club to buy if you're an investor out there and have... You know, a billion laying around. <laughs> well, it's not going to cost that much. Right. Uh, Mike Ashley is the owner. Uh, if you paid attention to the Premier League two years ago, the, the season where Newcastle went down, you heard Mike Ashley's name a lot. The fans were very upset about Mike Ashley as owner letting the club go down. Kind of became the villain for the season. But if you remember, that season ended, I think it was 5 nil win over Tottenham. Am I remembering that right? On the final day of the season? It was five. Might have been one or two. I think it was nil. You're stretching my little puny brain and it cannot I thought Tottenham scored at least once. After they had been relegated already, they pulled off this remarkable victory. I remember that it ensured that Arsenal would finish above Tottenham. Uh, to finish the season. It was a remarkable... Tottenham's Day, yes. Yeah. It's a remarkable way to finish. It's all coming back to me now. (laughs) Yes. And that sort of gave everyone hope that this championship stay would just last for one year, which was absolutely the case. Uh, but Mike Ashley, you know, obviously, you know, he did enough to keep a great manager and, and decent players, win the championship, bring the club back up to the Premier League. There's got to be hope. We're hopeful that the club's going to do well. He can't be all that bad anymore, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. He, I don't think he's a very nice person anyway. But their rivals, ironically, are two clubs that just went back down to the championship. Passing them on the way up. That's exactly right. Sunderland, which is a match known as the Tyne-Mir Derby. Yeah. Which will not happen unless it takes place in a cup mm. tournament. Yeah, sure. Also Middlesbrough, yeah. which when they play is known as the Tyne-Tees Derby. Mm. Uh, those no, are the two main No Tyne's Derbies in the regular season. 
and won't be won't be this That's year. That's a shame. And probably not for some time to come. Probably not. Doesn't Those two sure teams are seem not like it. Back. Yeah. Welcome uh, back, Fulham, next season. Yeah. When Good it, call, Brian. I hope so. Good uh, call. When it comes to listen, Fulham have a, a strong American following because they've always seemed to have Ameri- a token American. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to Brian McBride. Uh, you know, even further back than that, you know, Clint Dempsey is the most recent, well-known uh, player. There have been there are a lot of players, especially in the Dempsey years, just a few years ago, who latched on to the Premier League, saw Clint Dempsey, became Fulham fans, and now are sort of just waiting for them to come back to the Premier League. But back to Newcastle. Uh, I already played Bladen Races for you. There's also something about local hero. I'm not going to play another song. You guys are tired of these crappy songs. I like played. that song though. No, nah, it's awful. Uh, I would like to give you my limerick to close this out. Yeah, we have a limerick? We do. And I have to tell you, there's no beeping that's necessary, but everyone should go ahead and send their kids out of the room for the next, like, 90 seconds. Okay, sure. Okay. Thanks for the warning. Don't let your kids listen. Turn it down in the car. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just skip ahead a little bit past the the one main word that I'm concerned about. Good warning. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I'm so in trouble. Mm. The championship celebrations gave us a spasm, but the (laughs) gas. I can't wait. That's the end. That's the end of the limerick. It just stopped right there. Good limerick, though, man. (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? It has to rhyme. Okay, yeah, of course. That's what limericks do is rhyme. Okay. You're doing it. You're doing it. And, and I have to hear it now. I have to hear it at the end. I don't even know how I'm going to edit any of this. Yeah, you do. It's all staying in. It's all staying in. And it's all staying in. Okay. I can't, I can't answer this. All right, gather yourself. You you ruined this. All right. Come on. You have no idea how to do this. You got to say the first line again. Uh, um, I don't know if I can. Okay. Uh, um. All right, here we go. Not yet. Okay. The championship celebrations. <laughs> you can do it. Okay. You started this. I didn't think that you would stop me after one line. <laughs> okay. Right, Look, go. everyone knows you can tell what the rhyme is going to end up being. <laughs> There's only so many filthy things that you can rhyme. <laughs> and right. that's the, you might as well have said Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, here we you go. got this. All right. Newcastle, Mitrovic, Colback. Lejeune. We can do it. <sighs> Rafa Lucian. You got it. The championship celebrations gave us a spasm, but the gap to the Premier League is a large chasm. These are mostly the same players to play each game. That's why our excitement is full-blown orgasm. Yeah, okay. okay, yeah, well done. So it did rhyme with what we thought. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't read it the way I wanted to. It's going to... Uh break out and that's good crazy that's, that's good stuff no that's excellent well done Scott. Right. well look hey uh, is tim cool 
Is Tim Cruel going to be back in golf? On loan. He's on loan? He's loaned, man. Who who did they loan him to? We'd have to look that up. Bring so, on Freddie Woodman. Okay, well, seriously, is Carl Darlow going to Darlow and Rob Elliott. So, if that is truly the case, if Carl Darlow is going to be in goal for them, and their upcoming schedule, their start of the season schedule, is Tottenham, Huddersfield Town, West Ham, Swansea, Stoke, Brighton. He's going to be... He might be my goalkeeper. Okay. I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. If he's not number one, he might be the second one. He, that's Those are startable games for a goalkeeper where you can steal some money and put money in other places. Scott, maybe tell me a, I'm wrong. Maybe a backup. Maybe yeah, a backup sure. that you'd play in, in prime spots. Again. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I, you know – uh, the, it's hard to say. I haven't. I don't. I'm not looking at the full list of all of the goalkeepers available. But you're not wrong for the, for your money. Maybe maybe so. Maybe a yeah. backup goalkeeper. Yeah, sure. Maybe uh, I you know I already mentioned Lejeune. Maybe as a as a pickup. You know, in defender mid to late August. Well, with that schedule, why wouldn't you start him? Uh, you know, it just depends. You know, are we really just way too excited about Newcastle starting in the Premier League again? Maybe. I, I don't think so. I think that, you know, 11th place is a really fair prediction for Newcastle yeah. United. This no, year. no, that's, yeah, sure. And I if agree. you look who was 11th place last year, I think it was I think it was Burnley, wasn't it? Something well, like that. It was that. Leicester or Burnley, I think, or maybe Leicester was 12th. And, and those were clubs that we talked about a lot in fantasy throughout the year. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that there's potential here. No okay. question about it. Yeah, that. sure. Right. And later this summer, before the season starts, when we do our full preview shows, I have no doubt that we're going to have a couple. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, anything else for Newcastle? We got it all in there? Brian? I think we got a lot about Newcastle in there. Well, listen, they also make a great beer, and I don't think it's related to the thing, but I'm just saying. Not that I support that, but I do a little bit. Hey, listen, for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast, this is David Smith, and until next time.